Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. Tonight, uh, this is your host, Fortuan. Uh, we have two guests on, I could say, regular guests, though. Uh, and then um, also joined by co-host Morg. How you doing? Oh, I'm super exhausted. I just got back from uh, Wing Night with the boys. But somebody forgot their ID, so we couldn't drink beer. But, eh, we had an okay time. Even though the uh, the waitress screwed up our order of nachos. At least we got 10% off the bill. Booyah! It's been great. Oh, and it was much cheaper for not buying beer. So, mm-hmm. huzzah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh... Uh, guest tonight, Leo. How you doing? I am a very tired boy. I've been going hard the past couple of days. Yeah, on that um, uh, path to exile. Almost said Pathfinder because we're doing a Pathfinder <laughs> campaign. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Totally. Totally on that. Just really going hard on my Pathfinder. Now I, I could yeah. have rolled a Pathfinder this league, but yeah, just going hard on Path. Okay. Uh, and then Chrono, welcome. Desert life is fun these days. I know. <laughs> I mean, we we had you on for what the TV episode, which was like some of the most off the wall like topic we've had. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think that one. No, it, it wasn't TV. It was. Uh, oh. No, it was the other guy. Sorry. Yeah. It. Oh, shoot. All I remember is that was the one where we got really political. Yes, that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were on for that one. Yeah. That was I a good forgot. episode. It was a good episode. It was like, it was. here's what we've been playing lately, and man, our country screwed. <laughs> and, man, people just need to be nice to each other. <laughs> yeah, what I mean, nice? we're not wrong. <laughs> or, you know... Not just yeah, we won't get into it. It'll it'll be another. We, we we already got into that. Let's not repeat ourselves. Yes, <laughs> we all still feel the same. All right. Um. So tonight we're going to be talking about parents in video games, as in parents representation in video games, and hopefully positive ones. If you have some negative ones, all right. I mean, I can't argue with you. They're a parent. Um. You know, there are negative parents in the world, obviously. Um. Um. But. Uh, we're doing this because in the United States, at least, I don't know about you, Morg, but Father's Day is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, because, Morg, as we know, you are, you're the moosiest Canadian we know, so. <laughs> I don't actually know um, how a moose sounds, but probably sounds like that. That was, that was, <laughs> I mean, that sounded like a small moose. Boo. There's your small moose. <laughs> Is it Rocky or Bull? I think it's Bullwinkle's the moose, right? Yes, yes it is. Yeah. yeah. Bullwinkle is yeah. the moose. Bullwinkle J. Um, moose. J. Moose. Yep. Yeah, there you go. It's been a long time. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about parents and video games. Like I said, Father's Day. We missed Mother's Day, so we're actually going to you know, talk about moms, too, because as parents, both mothers and fathers are important. Um, so, yeah. So, I've got a total of eight to talk about um and it sounds like you guys at least have a few so Mm -hmm. we'll just sort of bounce back and forth um i'm probably gonna start out with the dads and then get into the moms and then you guys can do whatever order so we'll just mix it up and stay uh go right ahead with chrono uh who who is the first parent you'd like to talk about in a video game uh well uh she doesn't have a given name Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the the game files have provided, but uh, 
the uh, lead character from Chrono Trigger, his oh. mother, uh, frequently uh, shows up as long as you bother to visit home, and she's you know always yeah she she does doesn't about... she send you letters and stuff too sometimes mm-hmm. no I must because be getting I... confused with another game yeah. I didn't play Corona it, Trigger sorry by the way yeah. It's 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 one of those things where you know you can visit home and depending on who is in your active party, they'll like you know have little snippets of conversation with her the first time they stop by. Does she do and, the, the you know, awkward mom thing? Are you guys dating now? No, no, no. We're just friends. <laughs> yeah, I think she she, she she's a bit she, she, she she's she's a bit more uh, pure minded than that. I think. <laughs> But it's like, oh, it's nice that, you know, Chrono has such good friends. Oh, you're a talking frog. Yeah, that's oh, true. At least you're polite. At least you're polite. You know, it's just she's, you know, just kind of doing her own thing. And, you know, you, if, you, if you, you know, actually take time to stop by, she'll have, you know, pleasant things to say about your, you know, weird friends that you have been collecting over the course of the game. Mm-hmm. So, and frog sounds weird. I, I'll tell you that. All I know from Chrono Trigger is that it has a box art, and I don't even remember what it looks like. <laughs> oh, it's such a good game. It uh, really is. They, they. I don't they doubt it. It was just one of those JRPGs I wasn't into at that age. I just yeah. wasn't. They, 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 they ported it from mobile to Steam. Everybody complained because it was like oh, I remember hearing about Sunday. that. Yeah. yeah, it was just terrible. And they, and they gradually they they took their time. They gradually fixed everything, so you can basically play almost a pure original uh, rendition of the game now. Yeah, uh, I believe they. I, I believe I believe the Steam port. It does include the extra content that they added when they ported it to the original Nintendo DS back in the day. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah, because I think that's the version yeah, I played. Yeah, I mean, he played it on like emulators before that, and then the PS One. Uh, what's weird is I actually uh, finished the uh, the sequel, Chrono Cross. Which does exist, despite what some people I know have said. I don't know what you're talking um, about. What? <laughs> Are they saying cause it doesn't exist because it's bad? I, I'm sorry, I'm unaware. I think they're trying to argue it's, canon. It's, it's, no, it's not so much canon, it's that there are people who think that Chrono Cross is too divergent from what made Chrono Trigger a good game, and so they don't like it, but I think it's fine. I, I you know, it's like, uh, just because it's a sequel doesn't mean it has to be exactly the same game. I, so. I think it's one of those, they were expecting more of the first, and if you had not had the same name and associations on the game, you probably would have had a, a fine game without all of the people being upset about it. Yeah. I mean, it's still... It, 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 it still had those connections to the first game. It still took place in the same world. Yeah. You just had to... You kind of had to have the experience of the first game under your belt to understand all of those connections and where everything fit in. And, oh, this character is actually this other character from Chrono... Tr- okay. Yeah. That changes mm-hmm. things. Yeah, so it having you mm-hmm. know, playing both games really helps 
flesh out your understanding of, of the second game, but I actually beat the second game before I ever beat the first game, which is weird. But hmm. that's just that's just how it went. But I, I think they're both good, but Chrono Trigger is, you know obviously it's one of the the several time travel pop culture things that uh, really uh, pre- pretty much cemented in my head that time travel was going always going to be my favorite uh, sci-fi trope. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Hence, hence part of my uh, screen name. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm unfortunately just never going to be able to play that game because I just don't, it's not that it's the availability. It's just me. So like, um, it is Seeker's... a pretty old game. It does it it, you know, it it it's still really good, but it does show its age in some respects at this point. Because well, I mean, we're talking about a game that's like, Jesus, is it twenty five years old this year? I'd have to go look. It's I mean, cool. I still play classic Doom like all the time. It's not a, it's for me. It's not about age of the game. Like I'll I'll go back and play Lemmings from the eighties. I don't care. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it's just something about JRPGs. They don't grab me very well because I'm so adverse to the, I don't know the the, the anime trope that a lot of G, JRPGs have, that like they want me to care about the story and be so mystical. And a, I've usually already heard the story by this point through just being a fan of video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then B, it's just like, oh yeah, I really don't care. And it starts out with this heavy story stuff. And I'm just like, no, no, man. There's a reason why Doom 2016 is still one of my favorite stories in video games. Because it's like, I, I can play. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say that because I have recently picked up the Secret of Mana collection on the Switch. Ah. I turned on the second game. I, I turned on the first game. It was like, oh, it's a GBA game. I died, and then I was like, game over. Hit start over again. I'm like, oof. Um, not sure I'm going to like yeah. this. And then uh, yeah. I turned on the Super Nintendo one, Secret of Mana, and I was like, okay, this looks... No. No. <laughs> I turned it off, and then I put in the other game, which I had purchased for literally the eighth time, which was Diablo Three Reaper of Souls, <laughs> and have yet to take that out of my Switch. So, <laughs> <laughs> and um, to be fair, and to be fair, the third game in that collection has also been uh, released with as a remake at this point. Mm. So you might as well. You know, pick that up and play it if you're really that determined to play uh, a re- uh, a modernized remake of Second Densetsu Three. But yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm probably just gonna <laughs> yeah. keep playing Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so Leo, what what's a parent? Uh, actually, before we move on, so is 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 the Chrono. Chrono's mom, like, good parent, or just sort of, like, there? Is it, you feel it's a good representation of a mom in that situation or not? Well, she's very much the stay-at-home mom, because mm-hmm. she's always, you know, she she's she's always there. It's not really stated, like, where Chrono's dad is or what he's doing, but you kind of get the feeling he's just out doing his job, whatever that may be, while his kid's having amazing time travel adventures and you know 10,000 the BC world and ha- you know what have you so yeah okay 
Alrighty then, uh, Leo. So what's what's your first parent in a video game? Oh, the first first one I was gonna do is I was gonna bring up for a parent and a mother that is a lot more active because moms seem to be set dressing more than anything most of the time. Um, Anna from Overwatch is a really good example, oh, yeah. I think, of a mom that's actually active. Like I. Anna came out just a bit before I pretty much stopped playing Overwatch, so I don't know a ton about her. But yeah. I, I pay more attention to so Overwatch. Sounds you like about when I quit. Yeah, I pay more <laughs> yeah, attention you, to so Overwatch. You played for... season one and season two, like me. Yeah. I pay more attention oh, okay, to Overwatch cool. for the story, like for the story and the characters now than any of the gameplay. I don't. I know like Doomfist is in the game and he's cool. I have never played a game with him because I haven't played in two or three years, but. Anna, Sounds like me. I'm 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 hoping Overwatch Two is actually going to be worth it. Yeah. Um. But like having the having like okay, we have this as one of the starting characters, and then we have we introduce her mom. You know, one of the ones that founded the original thing is a capable person in herself. Heals you by shooting you. Like, I that's brilliant. I, which is great. She, she she's a she's a sniper, and. Whether she deals damage or heals is entirely determined on, uh, determined on whether she's aiming at an enemy or an ally. It's so good. I love the <laughs> idea of a sniper healer, which is just... Yeah. Like, I like playing support roles, and I like playing sniper roles. Like, I loved playing her. She was a ton of fun. Yeah. And I mean, even is, in the her, story... Her daughter is my favorite character, which is Farah. Yeah. And if you actually look, mm-hmm. I uh, one of my most top-rated like posts on Reddit... Um, outside of my orchicology is my actual clip of uh, with Farah um, doing a whole team wipe. Yeah, there with the uh, just knocking them off the cliff with the booster thing, the the the, <laughs> the, sh- the push. Nice. Just, just actually, that's not true. The last person was on the point, and I did clearing the point with the ult and ulted that one person. <laughs> and then we took the point. But yeah, uh, so good. Oh, but yeah, man. like even. Even that having, like, it's an active relationship and not a perfect one. Yes. Like, Anna and Farah have issues. It's not just a, oh, hi, Mom, I'm here to stop by for a second before I disappear for the next, you know, ten years or however long it is. Or, yeah. hi, Mom, like, glad that you're being a stay-at-home mom supporting me while I'm wandering the countryside. Like, she and Farah have issues, have a relationship, which part of it is just because it's a newer thing. But I... I think that that's a really important thing to start seeing more of in video games. Yeah, okay. No, and I agree. That's, that's a good one. I didn't think of her, but I haven't played... I haven't thought of Overwatch in four or five years, so... That's fair. <laughs> yeah, now that you mentioned Overwatch, uh, I believe there is also a dad on the playable roster. Oh, is there? Who's... Yeah, yeah, Reinhardt. His oh, that's right. No, no, not no, no, not Reinhardt's daughter. It's Torbjorn's daughter, who is basically Reinhardt's squire. Yeah. Oh, that. oh I'm sorry. Yeah. This this is how much I don't know that's about Overwatch anymore. Yeah. Bridget, I want to say yeah. or whatever her name is, like Brigitte. I think I think it's pronounced Brigitte, but Brigitte, yeah. yeah. Well, Bridget is yeah. not a very common name, but it is it is a thing, and I, I knew two Bridgets in high school, both yeah. of them in my grade. But yeah, Tor- Torbjorn is uh, he's 
he's he he's he's the kind of dad who hangs out in in the garage and and works on stuff. He's grumpy turret dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and speaking of playing back in ye olden days, uh, it's it's a nine minute video. You guys may want to like not watch it while we're recording, but I'm just gonna be that guy. And this is the best I will ever perform. <laughs> In a game of Overwatch, and it's because I am sitting and babysitting the turret for nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find my clip and share it as well at some point. But yeah, yeah, well, I'll, yeah, I'll take yeah, a look be, at well, it well, afterwards. Yeah, what would be hilarious is if just by sheer happenstance we played each other back in the day and didn't know it. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have any way of knowing. I assume that you were called yeah. Chrono, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't remember who I played with other than my squad. And then, yeah, it's not like, damn that Chrono. How he did it us on the point. But yeah, this video is so old. Like I was still, <laughs> I was still living it. I was still living in the last city I lived in when I made this. Hey, same here. I mean, yeah, I was living in Dayton when I played Overwatch, and no longer there. So yeah. Um. So, all yeah. right. Um. So we have we have uh, Anna from Overwatch. Um, Morg. Okay. What's, what's one from your list? Okay. Well, it's technically two because you kind of need them in order for them to be able to make the characters that I'm thinking of. Uh, we have Big Boss and Big Mama from Metal Gear. Yeah. Okay. There was, this is yeah. one I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. Like there was. Yeah. There. I've only played for... Metal Gear Solid Two cha- training mode. That's it. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, no. There's like a, a there's like a big history between uh, those two characters and the fact that like if you if mm-hmm. you play Metal Gear Solid Four, you find out that actually a good number of the agents, like specifically, um, uh, let me see, Solid Snake, and I, I can't remember exactly how many of them there are, but like there's a good number of the snakes that are actually like clones of Big Boss that um, were created using the uh, the eggs of Big Mama. And that's actually how you get a lot of the main characters from a lot of the series. Um, and So biological yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah, they're biological okay. parents. Um, not really much else to talk on that other than the fact that um, there's like there are like sequences where you have to like work with Big Mama if, as you're playing um, Solid Snake uh, to try and recover, I think, Big Boss's body. Um, it's like in a casket or whatever, and there's like some crazy st- stuff going on through it. And then you find out at the very end of the game that he was never actually in the casket. It turns out he was alive the whole time. And like there's like this cutscene at the very end after you beat Liquid. Um, where there's, like, Big Boss, he comes by and he sees, um, sees Solid Snake and he's like, hey, hi, how you doing, and whatever. It's, it's, it's such a weird storyline, but, like, but actually, then again, what of Metal Gear's storyline actually makes sense? Like, it's, it's, it's such a jumbled mess. It's a, uh, convoluted mess that really, yeah. I'm pretty sure degrees could be made on pulling apart. Oh boy, yeah, like, you just dissect it, and it's you just open it up, and it's like the spaghetti string mess of just, like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, where does this go? Uh, I could have probably picked a better one, but that one in particular, I mean, like, those two characters in particular are largely the whole reason why we even have, like, a Metal Gear series with snakes as the big agents, because mm-hmm. they're all they're all technically clones of the original snake. Um... 
because he was like considered like the perfect agent. So they were like, well, we'll just make clones of him, but we'll also make it so that they're genetically deficient in such a way that they cannot be recloned. They age really quickly, so they only have like a set amount of time for them to exist, and then you know they're disposed of or whatever, or they're disposable, and then you just make more of like the perfect agent. Really, really interesting stuff. They come in egg cartons. Essentially, so <laughs> each one is an Easter egg. Okay. The only experience I have with that entire franchise is watching Jesse Cox play Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Oh my that's, god. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Where the first boss is a Metal Gear. Normally that's the last boss. Usually, the yes. second to well, last I boss. Mean, Revengeance, Revengeance a... is, is, is a God of War slash Devil May Cry style game. It's I a mean, platinum yeah. game. Yeah, you I, have I, to. I believe Platinum worked on it. It's a Metal Gear Fever, Metal Gear Fever Dream, is what it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and not not only is not only is the first boss a Metal Gear, he grabs it by the leg and suplexes it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I expect nothing less. It's uh, it's it's beautiful to behold. Yeah, it's the, just wild. <laughs> the Metal Gear Spectacle I Fighter. Nothing less from Platinum. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're called, spectacle fighters, like Bayonetta. Yep. Yeah. Pretty um, much, yeah. Okay. Um, so my first one is um, from a game I hate. I actually hate, actively hate, and will never play again. Um, but he's actually a good dad in the game, which is John Marston from Red Dead Redemption. That's fair. Um, I hate it for a big reason. Spoilers, John Marston dies. And you have to play as his bitchy, whiny son for the rest of the game. And I hate his son. But he does a lot. And I mean a lot. Risks his skin for his family. Uh, his his wife and his kid. Because he used to run with a gang. And now, not only is he risking everything. Like we're, not, we're talking not just his life. His family's life. Right? So that he can just try to make them live a happy life away from his past, which, spoilers, doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he does a lot, and you do, like, even just within the story, if you don't even factor in how many side quests you end up doing in that game, uh, you know, like, I've talked a lot about how much I hate this game, and it literally is because of that ending, um, as I don't talk about this this a lot because to me it, do, it it's not something that comes up a lot. But as a Native American, it is really, really, really hard for me to like a cowboy, like really hard. I don't blame. Uh, and you. I liked, and I don't like. I I liked John Marston. John Marston was a good, well written character that did a lot to protect his family and actually, you know wasn't a dick to everybody all the time like (laughs) and it was actually kind of a cool game and then you die in a gunfight that's about as half as deadly as like any other gunfight in the game and it's like it's like dm railroading you it just hurts (laughs) it's just like no no what i i could have done that easier like what the way that uh Darth Tater likes to put it, if you guys listen to the uh, the Pathfinder campaign we record, we used to say, storyline. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
when when we were bearing railroad. Um, but yeah, John Marston, I think, uh, is a is a good example of a dad who basically he's not there all the time, but you understand why he's not there because he is busting his ass to keep them safe. Yeah. Um, and you do go back and you do try to teach your son things. There's actual like a good portion of the game where you're teaching him how to ranch, how to ride. And that kind of stuff, and um, you know, be with the mom every once in a while. So like, it's it's for a dad. He's a pretty good person. I just you know, Rockstar had half a brain to write a better story every game. <laughs> I hate their stories. Hate them. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, Chrono, what's your next one? The other one that I was uh, able to think of off the top of my head, uh, mm-hmm. with with the you know, short notice of today, uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone's necessarily going to see this one coming, uh, but this particular father is the central figure of a long running and well beloved franchise. It's Atris from the Mist series. Ooh, yeah, I've never played Mist, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I have not either. I yeah. I played a little bit of Mist as an elementary school kid and didn't know what was going on. So, that's pretty much all I had. Well, yeah. I mean, you can play it as an adult and not have a clue what's going on, so that's perfectly fair. <laughs> I True. mean, it's one of those... What do they call those? Wonder something? Uh, it's basically, I, like, the wonder puzzles. It's where you just have to, like, wonder logic. I, I don't remember. It's basically, like, uh, Guy Brush, Three Boyd, uh, Monkey Island kind of stuff where... Yeah. The solutions mm. to what you have are, like, so off the wall you wouldn't think of that. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, that, I mean, that's true with a lot of, like, LucasArts adventure games from back in the sure. day. The, those, those point and clicks. With Mist, it was, like, er- everything had its own internal logic. The trick was you had to figure out what that logic was in order to be able to solve the puzzles. And that wasn't always immediately obvious. It was something where you had to, you you had to explore and mess around with stuff. And sometimes things would break and you'd have to go fix it and and things like that. And that was, you know, that was basically it. It was like, here is a world. It may not always make sense to you immediately, but it makes sense to itself. And you have to figure out how to make your, brain align with this world in order to understand how it works so that you can make it work for you i gotcha so so what is this father figure because i have no idea who you're talking about uh atris he's kind of the central figure of the the franchise um in that in the first game you kind of basically it's it's such a accidentally stumble across a book that he wrote that teleports you to this island which is mist you know, it's the it's the mist yeah. island it's you know the th- it's the one everybody knows like in there like if, as soon as you say mist you know what that island looks like yeah, yeah. because you know the, the the series has been around for over 25 years and really uh between between the games there's uh six games one of which is technically a side story that doesn't actually feature him, but he's you know his his daughter is still uh, part of the the story in that one. 
and oddly enough, that's the only game in the series I've actually beaten. <laughs> but um, so there's there's five core games, the one side game, and then uh, three novels that all tied in at different points in the storyline. And the the whole story from beginning to end is about this guy's family going back a couple generations and then looking forward to the next one. And mm-hmm. in, in his case, you can tell that he's trying to... He's trying to do what's right by his family. He's trying to do what's right by his people who are, have almost completely died out due to, like, some plague or something that... Uh, was set upon uh, his people like two generations ago and he's one of the few like people left of his entire race hmm. um, and you know at one point you have to deal with his dad who is the one who taught him how to make these um, to write these linking books that connect you to other worlds and that's a pretty dad, big talent <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, Here, it, 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 here's this magical it, it, transportation book. Where is this guy? I don't want to drive well, it, anymore. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's this whole art of writing, and it's basically they 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 kind of took the idea of when you write a story, you are creating a world. They took that and literalized it. Into, ah. You are writing, you know, when, when you write this world in, into existence, there's, you know, actually a couple of competing theories on whether you're, you know, actually creating the world, which is what Atris's father behaved like, or whether you're merely connecting to the ex- an existing world that is most like what you've described, which is more how uh, Atris himself thought. The first okay. game... The first game, before you ever meet him, you're running into his two sons. And they've gone and gotten themselves trapped in these these books that are basically prisons. And they each are, you know, try to convince you that, you know, oh, I'm I'm completely innocent, uh, you know, please please let me out. Oh, uh don't 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 listen to my brother. <laughs> and Typical. so, you know, spoilers at the end. You take the third option because they both tell you, "Oh, uh, yeah, the last page is behind the fireplace. Use this particular code to to get to it. Don't touch the green book." And it's like, I don't trust either one of these jackasses. Open the green book. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, the missing page for this book that'll bring you here. It's uh, it's over here. Just do this, this, and this. Like he literally tells you, go here, do this, bring the page back, put it in this book, and we'll talk. Because he realizes that he, you know, since there is someone there that he doesn't recognize, yeah, this is someone who can help him in the future, and that's how you, as the player. You are the player character, so you know it's a first-person puzzle game. So you are actually going and you know exploring all of these different worlds and figuring out the puzzles and everything. And it's always been really fascinating. It's just some of these puzzles are balls hard. <laughs> like 
it's like you, you sit there and go, there are 36 buttons here. One of them works. How am I supposed to figure out which one it is? Binary. So <laughs> I solved Pretty every much. puzzle. Binary. <laughs> Does this it's one like work? A couple, nope. A couple, a couple of those I brute forced it, yes. <laughs> and so I got through Onimusha, so. man. Binary. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was really fascinating is uh, that's, that side uh, game that I mentioned they originally planned for that to be an MMO. Oh, okay. Like, the game does support multiplayer. There are actually, uh, like, legitimate, you know, with the blessing of the the developers, there are third-party servers out there where you can get in and play the multiplayer game with other people. Because they actually made puzzles that were designed to only be solvable with two or more people in the same area and communicating. Okay. But that but that was just this one side game. The rest of them are single player, first person, you know, you're figuring everything out yourself. Or you have like, you know, like my wife and her family did. They would have like the TV out in the living room, like magically technologically connected to the PC over in the office. And they'd have, like, the peanut gallery sitting on the couch shouting suggestions into the other room. Try this! Oh, my God. Pull That's hilarious. Let's see what that does! <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a good idea. <laughs> so Yeah. I mean, if I wanted to, I could hook my TV up to my PC. I just need a long enough cord. Yeah. That'll, take a, that'll take a cord, though. Holy cow. It's actually how but we I have, can do it. So we have our living yeah, room set up actually. That TV's hooked up to an extra tower. Yeah, a- a- Atris is definitely one of those characters that he he definitely tries to do the right thing. Doesn't mm-hmm. always succeed and sometimes things come back to bite him later, but he at least tries to do what's right by his family, by his friends by his people in general, so. Okay. It's it's a really fascinating series, and if you can actually, like, muscle past all the puzzles, there's actually some really fascinating story and world building in all of it to really, really, uh, catch your interest. Okay. Well, um, Leo, what's your next parent? Uh, my next parent is not a biological father, but I'd say it's pretty hard okay. to argue that he is not, in fact, the dad of everything. Um, mm-hmm. Doctor Light from the Mega Man series, because he's oh yeah, <laughs> he's as close to a parent as a he's as close to a parent as a robot can really have. And yeah, well, is, they actually refer to him as father, don't they? Like, uh, straight up, I don't think. So. Unless it might be in some localizations and others not. I don't think so. I think they just typically refer to him as Dr. Light. But I would not be surprised if I missed something in some of the games. Well, don't they refer to each other as brother and sister? Like Mega Man and... Uh, Rock and Roll, I think, do refer to each other as brother and sister. But I can't remember if they refer to Light as father or if they typically just refer to Dr. Light as Dr. Light. Mm. Um, It also depends on uh, which of the branches that uh, that you're looking at because in in classic it's kind of a 
not quite so literal take on you know father but when you start looking at like the battle network series yeah if you're if Doc, dr hikari is literally the protagonist's father yeah it you know yeah and so it's a huge franchise with like six different like worlds that are all technically part of like the same there's timeline thing. there's three it's, worlds there's is it three now it's it's three because the so battle network and star force are in the same timeline slash world right um but right, they yeah. don't have any connection to the base one the base one I, is mm. it like i from what i from what i've read playing through all of them there's like a couple references but they specifically say at the very minimum it's just a completely separate timeline if not a completely separate world Oh, okay. yeah. I, the, I, I, this I'd, is also I'd another heard, series heard, that I have zero experience with, aside from playing yeah. some X. I've played all of them. I, I'd heard a theory that the timeline with Battle Network and Star Force was a branching timeline where the world went in the direction of the internet as opposed to robots doing physical labor. I think so I think that's a fan theory but I don't remember anything confirming it to tie it into the games. I don't think there's any direct right. references to like the Dr. Light all of that stuff. Um but then the Mega Man uh Mega Man X, Mega Man 0 and Mega Man ZX lines are all directly co well directly linear one to the other from each other. And then Legends And I believe is... technically Legends is like super far-flung future of that original timeline. Yes. There's, it's at the very least like a super far-flung future of stuff that happened in the, at the time of Mega Man and X. And then it might have been not compatible with Zero and ZX, but... Uh... Spe- speaking of which, hey Capcom, where's our Mega Man Legends legacy collection for crying out loud? There's... I mean, where's my where's my Mega Man Legends anything? Let's be real. I want where's, more. We don't where's, talk about Legends three. It never hey, happened. If we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna be yelling at Capcom for stuff, uh, where's the next Monster Hunter? Hello. Hey, at least we've been getting more Monster Hunters. Do you know how long it's been since I even got a Mega Man game? Like a continuation. Uh, I mean, Mega, Man 11. Uh, Mega Man Eleven was actually I'm not just, bad. That's fair. That actually just, was fair. I'm just going to put my hands on my hips and say, but but they haven't missed it yet. I don't want them to miss it this time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep reminding them to make sure they don't forget. I wouldn't mind seeing like but, Freedom Unite ported onto the Switch. But, That'd be really fun. But, but Freedom Unite port, dude. That's like, hey, here's Monster Hunter for the masochist in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Say what you will. I like love that game. About right. I mean, I do too. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, people complain about Tigrex's hitboxes now. Give me a break. <laughs> I want them to get the real experience, the real pain. Nargakuga's tail slam, instant KO. Classic. How about no? <laughs> yeah. How about no? Let's Fox? let's not. <laughs> Can't let you do that, Star Fox. Mm-hmm. But so um <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so Mr. Light, yeah, Doctor Light. Sorry, I mean, um, yeah, and I could see how he's a father figure, um, especially to Mega Man and his sister. Yeah, I mean, for uh, rock and roll, he's a hundred percent like a acts as a father figure, 
and in a more abstract, yeah. I mean, he is the father of the essentially the ro- the robot race. He's the the one they do who call cre- him the father of robots or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and okay, that spawns the entire main line of the franchise, which includes some of my favorite games of all time. Awesome. I need to get the rest of the Legacy Collections. I'm missing the, the part twos of each of those. They're so good. I think I have I think I've bought the Zero Collection twice, just so that I could have it in multiple places. Well, because I remember back on the original DS, they had a Zero Collection, and now they got the Zero ZX Legacy Collection, too. That's, so. Yeah, that's right. I picked up the ZX Collection, t- the Zero ZX Collection on Switch to have the Zero Collection again. Mm. Zero Three is such a good game. I just... Yeah. Next next time Capcom does a big sale on those, I'm going to see about picking those up. I half considered getting 11 and then bought something else. Understandable. That's about as close as I can. <laughs> 11, is, 11 is one of the most recent additions to the backlog. So Yeah. 9, 10, and 11 are fun. They, It's interesting to play classic Mega Man-styled games with more modern design sensibility thrown in. Oh, man. I remember when 9 original when, when 9 and 10 were originally launched everyone was like why is it 8 bit again it doesn't need to be 8 bit make it look like mega man 8 this looks backwards yeah we're going backwards why are we backwards and then they turned out to be okay games anyway so yeah they were good games they're just <laughs> it's interesting to see how that like how those tweaks came about let's just put it this way companies understand their fan base zero percent of the time it's all just guesswork Wouldn't especially capcom Super Capcom. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. Capcom. All right, all right. Capcom Blizz- might have some. Blizzard, Capcom has Blizzard done before some good. Activision understood their fan base. I'll say that Blizzard before Activision did. Before um, Activision, we could definitely agree on that. Ugh. The Monster Hunter team does at times, although stop giving us rehashes of the same monsters every fucking generation. Just give I'm me sorry. Legaia, Chris, you cowards. They can't. They literally can't. I don't care. They've explained why 10,000 times. I am well aware. That doesn't make me any more sad, or any less sad. I just want my big lightning boy back. But then you get people like, well, Activision, uh, who just have no clue whatsoever. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you guys like shooting in the new, uh, what is it? What did I used to play him? Battlefield. Yeah, you like the new Battlefield. It's like every time a new Battlefield comes out, people are like, but why? You did so good in Bad Company 2. How hard is it to do it again, guys? <laughs> you know what's interesting? Uh, EA, this past week, put like a vast majority of uh, their more recent back catalog onto Steam. Mm-hmm. After having dropped Steam years ago because, oh, we can, you know, get a bigger site if we just sell the stuff directly ourselves. Cool. EA Play or whatever, yeah. Yeah, the uh, Origin launcher Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff. Which you still need an Origin account, and I believe you technically need the Origin software in order to play the games, even if you do buy them through Steam, but I digress. Uh, Apparently Titanfall 2 has more active Steam players than all of the Battlefield titles that got launched on Steam combined. Uh, that sounds about right. Uh, from what I've heard, Titanfall 2 is <laughs> just not a bad game in general. Uh, I, need to, I, need, I need to play the campaign. 
I've heard the can so many good things about the campaign. I need to go and play that. Behind Doom, best first-person shooter, hands down. I mean, I played I played the first one, and I loved the first one because, you know, I'm 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 trash at first-person shooters, especially on console. I Even like I enjoy them. I like number two so much that I bought number one just to have it, and I will <laughs> never have an Xbox One. It will never be played, and I will. Ha I have it in my collection. Just to, just so that it like, yeah. doesn't look like it weird and makes it stand out of not having Titanfall 1. <laughs> yes. Um, I love it. Yeah, I, I need... You, you know what, Morg? We're going to have to do, like, uh, let's get let's get down and dirty and, and just, like, talk about our favorite first-person shooters one day. Oh, like, yeah. We did that with... A, with we did that lightly with the, hey, first-person shooters we suggest, but, like... I need some war stories one day, because uh, between Titanfall 2 and Mag, I could go on for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, I, I'd be up for that. I've got some, I've got some fun stories from uh, Halo and Destiny. Yeah, and Halo as well. Destiny, yeah. That, Destiny's the game that conned me twice. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny 2 is actually I, I, really not bad right now. I'm just, I'll I, be honest. I'm back into... I'm back into I mean, Destiny 2 after the last couple of seasons kind of leaving me kind of meh because I am excited to see if they can pull off what they have described tried. that they mm -hmm. want to do with the with next year's content and the expansion and removing a lot of the FOMO that was prevalent through this entire past year which I hated. Yeah. So no, I think that if they can deliver on what they've talked about, I think it, I think that's going to be good. I honestly just reinstalled it because even if the storylines and stuff get weird, I really enjoy the feel of the gunplay in all of the in both Destiny One and Destiny Two. Like, oh my, my wife. Well, and it's I very still Halo storytelling. It's, yeah, my, my, it's, my wife and I still follow the story even if we're not actively playing, yeah. just because we we really like that world. Oh, it, I mean, Cade, Cade is pretty freaking awesome okay uh <laughs> rip <laughs> oh i didn't know he died yeah, yeah what the what the it must happen in an expansion because he, he lives in the base story yeah it was the it was in destiny 2 one of the expansions forsaken yeah forsaken what it was like uh the queen's brother is the one that killed him or whatever well, Who's the queen? to be fair, like, oh, let's he, not get to, into this. Cause I, to, to be, to <laughs> be fair, a lot he of... was being manipulated. But, but, but moving on, yeah. Way. Um, cool. So, Morg, what's your, what's your next parent? <laughs> well, since we were talking about Destiny and like the idea of like uh, sci-fi shooters where you get like these weird, interesting powers, um, why don't we talk about Warframe and Lotus? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Lotus. She's practically the How's mother of all the Tenno. I don't know if she's well. She's not the genetic mom, but she's kind of like God. she's like the parent figure, where you know, like she's kind of like guiding How them. Spoilery? Through. Do you want to get Morg? How spoilery do you want? To well, get? we could talk about the fact that you know <laughs> it's all based around the idea that there was this um, ship that had a bunch of uh, civilians on it. Whatever. I think they were exposed to radiation. Most of them went crazy, but the kids were able to survive, and so the Lotus ended up taking them in, and what was it? I think um, the Tenno are the result of, like, superior ancient technology, um, 
uh, I, I, it's really hard to explain exactly how it works. You, they're like, they're like children that go into like these weird cerebral machines that allow them to control these uh, biotech suits that are technically bodies because they kind of bleed, sort of don't. They're mechanized, but they're it's complicated. And then like they're they're all like in like cryostasis or something like that. Uh, because apparently uh, some of the children, you know, suffer from, like, mental trauma or whatever, and they have, like, this weird psionic feedback or blah, 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 blah. Anyway, she puts them into stasis uh, to protect them from themselves or whatever. And then um, they end up waking up in the future where there's, uh, let me see, what are all the different races or, uh, I should say, different factions? The Grenier, yeah, the, the Corpus. Okay. Uh, let's let's yeah. let's Anyways. steer back to how she's a <laughs> Anyways, mother. Anyways, yeah. Like we don't need to go into the whole history of the Tenos and. Well, anyways, yeah. God, so anyway, yeah, name. you find yeah them. you find out in the storyline that there's still children, and so like you're playing as like these children that operate like these war frames because you know they take the frame of a body and they're used for military purposes. Um, and the Lotus is pretty much, uh, the, the mother figure that looks after them, you know, gives them quests, you know, to be able okay. to, you know, to deal with like all these crazy factions that are all out to try and like steal the Tenno technology, uh, to further their own goals, a Grenier or like a line of clones that, oh, we, oh, we could talk about the, uh, the Grenier, uh, Queens if we wanted to, but I, uh, we can do that another time. I mean, technically they're mothers as well. Cause they're all clones. From the same gene pool. Um, but yeah, uh, I think they were also interested in, like, stealing some, like, genetic material from the Tenno as well to try and... So, the genes. Lotus is a mother because she took care of the kids. Yeah, she's basically out to look after right? the children. Um, okay. And uh, make sure that they stay safe and, and the that further, they hold their powers. The further along stuff you... like that. Yeah, the... The further along you get in that storyline, the weirder it gets. Yeah, and then you find out that, you know, the bad guys turned her over and she turns into an evil bitch. Mm. It's uh, kind of crazy. That That's still getting resolved. It's still getting resolved. They're still working on it, yeah. yeah. She She's currently, uh, spoilers, an absentee mother. Yeah. And so a lot of discussion when it comes to, like, the storyline as it stands right now is... You know, how many people want to just straight up stab her for the betrayal and how many people think she can be uh, redeemed? I think, yeah, they're still working okay. on that. Redeem her, please. Let her live. Give her the thumbs up. Roman thumbs up, please. Well, I mean, let's let's, let's be fair. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, their community director wants to keep voice acting. So yeah. I, I don't know if they would necessarily kill her off. I don't think that they would. <laughs> I don't think so. Wouldn't they just clone her? Uh, I don't know if it works that way because technically she's part sentient, which is this race that doesn't... Re- it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very Got complicated. It. Like, there's Got a it. reason... So... There's a reason that most people end up playing the game for, like, 40 to 60 hours before they even get this far in the story. There's a lot of lore. I I played for 20 and I was done. (laughs) There's a lot of lore. Uh, There's quite a lot. And I mean, like, you you more or less play the game for, like, all the different Warframes that you can get. Like, Ash, or Atlas, or Revenant, 
or uh, it, there's like a billion of them, really. Or Beetleborg. Oberon. Oberon is great. I love him. Did, did they ever fix Ember after they broke the hell? Uh, I don't remember. I know that they had to fix. Yeah, they had to fix Nidus because he was really broken too. But I mean, like. Even after the nerfs, he still plays so good. No, I um, mean Ember. No, I mean like broken as in uh, broken as in they nerfed the hell out of her and made her not fun to play anymore. Uh I don't know. <laughs> like she's, I liked World on Fire. Damn it! Let me have that. Uh, she kind of still does have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's yeah. Honestly, I sometimes don't like playing with Ember players because yeah, they they just kill everything and it just steals all the fun for me. But I I solo a lot. That's why I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, she's she's still stupid strong. Like she's still really good. Okay. I don't see many people playing as Ash anymore I, I, unless I, it's like a PvP. But um uh what's that one that yeah i i i had just picked up like titania mesa prime i i paid for octavia because i got sick of trying to farm her last yeah chroma is really cool too i like him with his uh white form he's got like super armor uh what's the one the one guy um who's like master of illusion so he can like turn invisible he can create like doppelgangers of himself uh which one was that one again there was a prime for him, like, a couple of years ago. Uh, you're talking about Mirage? Uh, Doctor Strange? Not quite. It's, um... Because Mirage does the copies. Uh, which one was it? I, I honestly can't remember. Leo, are you, you, are you, you as lost as I am? You're making me go to the wiki, aren't you? You're making me go to the wiki. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. It'll come back to me eventually, but, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Cool. Rhino is still great. So, yeah. Lotus... Mm-hmm. Good mom till someone corrupts her, then bad yes. mom. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was, there, there was Ivara, Loki. Loki, Loki yes, that's the one. Loki. Loki Prime is insane. Terrible. Terrible to fight against in PvP. It's just so difficult. Wait, you PvP? I try, and I hate it. I, oh my gosh, we found, like, the one PvP guy. <laughs> I hate PvP. It's terrible. Alright. Warframe so, is not uh, designed around PvP. I think we spent, like, 15 minutes talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I'll go ahead with my next uh, um, parent, which is, like I said, I have I had quite a few dads uh, before I get into the mom. So the, the next dad I have is Bowser. And... I think a lot of people overlook Bowser as a good parent unless you've played Super Mario Sunshine. Um, not a lot. A lot of people just sort of assume that the Koopa kids in quotations from Mario Three are actually Bowser's kids. They're not. They're his nephews and nieces, uh, as per the Super Mario Three r- rulebook itself. Um, yep. So his only true like like heir is Bowser Junior. Uh, which is always with him. So it's a single dad um, who does a lot to try to make sure that he has what he needs for his son, um, which is why he kidnaps Peach. Uh, have you guys seen this this cutscene that I'm talking about? Uh, Morg, I sent it to the chat earlier, in, in case you've never seen it. Yeah. I, don't, I have not played Super Mario Sunshine. Okay, so end of Super Mario Sunshine... 
where you figure out that Bowser Jr. was the bad guy the whole time that kidnapped Peach uh, on their island vacation. Mm -hmm. There's a voiced cutscene, I kid you not, between Bowser and Bowser Jr. at the end, where Bowser is sitting there, they're all defeated and sort of floating out into the ocean, the two of them, and they're just sitting there sort of waiting their feet in the ocean, and Bowser says to... He goes to say to uh, Bowser Jr., he's like, uh, son, I have something to tell you about Princess Peach. And then (laughs) Bowser Jr. just pops up. He's like, I know, Dad, she's not my real mom. And he's like, uh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, basically, you get the idea that Bowser has been trying to kidnap her, granted, obviously the bad guy yeah. right don't try to kidnap people to force them to be your mom we aren't we aren't watching overboard here with goalie han okay Ooh. but <laughs> yeah 80s movie reference deal with it anyways <laughs> he's older than i am fort huh i said that movie's older than i am fort i know i think it's older than me maybe i don't know i don't know when it came out um anyways um so uh yeah you just you just can't kidnap peach and make her like bowser jr's mom but that's why he's doing it he wants someone to help take care of his son like what kind like and it's twisted is wrong but like bowser is trying to be a dad and he always tries to be a dad there's a reason why the parental control shows bowser and bowser jr on the switch yep they're the mascots for parents that's cute. Dude, make sure to inclu- he makes sure to include his kid in the family business. He even yeah. takes the an- he even takes his nieces and nephews in. Make sure that they're involved in the family business. That they're all growing up around each other. Like Bowser is a family man. That he is. He's a yes. He <laughs> he he is. And yeah, and, he's and evil let, and, and twisted let's, and let's wrong. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. He is kind of sweet on Peach. I mean. I mean, he tried, yeah, he tried but... to marry her, and he did, like, he, he, he tried to give her, like, the best freaking wedding ever. He did go pretty over the top. The completely wrong way. Wasn't that an Odyssey? <laughs> I yeah. remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's Odyssey. I mean, he went all, he, he went in on getting a suit tailored for his shell, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's that got could, money. That could not have been cheap. <laughs> Bowser be balling. Um, well, I mean, he has his own kingdom, so yeah. I mean, true. He must be doing pretty well. He for is himself. constantly yeah. spitting out flying castles and stuff. Like that's true. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they're all like, really. I, I, you got to imagine. Eventually, just the, the the thousands of Goombas are like, it's just a joke now. It's like, oh yeah, he could just marry a Koopa girl, but whatever. He has to go <laughs> for the mushroom princess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the man's a titan of industry. He probably feels like he deserves someone, you know, that that well to do. Is 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 Bowser racist against his own kind? Is is that? It, he just has like that, he oh, just has a mushroom oh, can, fetish. Can we, can we, no, no, no. Left turn. Left turn. <laughs> Albuquerque. We need to, we need to make a left turn. Yeah. This is where we find out that Bowser's also secretly just like an investment genius. Oh. That's where it, all of his wealth comes from. He's just sitting there playing the stocks in his free time. Oh my yeah. god. Uh okay. Um so Chrono, do you have another one or was that it for you? Just the two? 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much tapped out. Those were the two that rolled, that came to mind okay, right away. Okay, that's fine. I've got plenty. Uh, Leo, how about you? <laughs> uh, no, I might have been also asked at short notice, so I had a, a couple and that was about it. Yeah, no, it was short notice because Pan was sick, so I'm sorry, guys. But, I mean, I, I had a week to prepare, so I, I have a bit. I'm happy but, to uh, just be here and vamp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, let me see. I think I've still got. Okay, so I checked that off. Check that off. I think I've got about three more, and then I should be pretty good. Okay. Okay. Uh, Genova from Sephiroth. I've got seven more. Yeah. She's a good mother. Yeah, she's kind of no, good. She is a. I mean, like you know. Well, okay, fine. She's not the. Gr- she's not a great mom. I mean, if we're gonna, if we're just gonna list moms, I would have put Sindel on this list. I mean, te- Sindel's a fucking bad yeah. mom. Yeah. Right? Technically, <laughs> is Genova really a bad mom? Like, Genova's just a mom. Yeah, she's like, just a mom. Right. I mean, she. Ba- Sephiroth. Well, she doesn't. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, she like, just exists. She's just, yeah. she's just a victim of Shinra, and you know, and like you yeah. know, Sephiroth is in there. He's like, I'm gonna come and save your mom, and she's like, Okay, yeah. Great. Or it's not her fault that her son went off the deep end. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. Is it? Though? You know? Is it? I wouldn't. Though? I mean, when you're stuck, <laughs> it's really hard to discipline your kid when you're stuck in a tank. Exactly. Like that's that is fair. And yes. I mean, like you know, I mean, there um, you know, there's this corporation that's just harvesting her juice to make super soldiers. I mean, you know, you you can't really blame a, a kid for hating on people for you know taking advantage of your mom like that. I mean, like. If you had some, you know, some lesser race of people, you know, squeezing your mom's juice to make them better, you know, I, I'm sure you'd be pretty pissed off, too. I mean, I, I can't blame Sephiroth for being mad. Okay. I feel like this conversation took a... A, a little... It's like, somewhere. no. Yeah. Stop making mom's okay. juice. <laughs> so, so Genova is is a mom in the sense that she brought Sephiroth into this world, but that's about it. Pretty much. I, we don't really have a lot of context before she was Shinra. Yeah, exactly. But uh, um, she is a boss, yes, though. She is. You do have to fight her. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Is that the Act One? Is that the Disc One boss? Uh, I don't think so. I think that might be. Uh, <sighs> I'm. I don't to remember. remember. It's been a long time. I don't even like the game anymore. And even though I'm playing for, uh, um, I talked about uh, a little bit before the episode, Leo. With us, you know, shelving, um, shelving uh, side quests, we started doing bickering bucks, which is just a longer version of side quests. Yeah, um, and we're doing Final Fantasy VII remake right oh. now, so we're playing through that, and we're going to finish it before we talk about it. And that's that's one of the big things we're going to do is with this series is we're going to finish the game, not just play it for a month. Okay, we are going to get to a logical conclusion. So all right, that seems yeah, we'll seem solid. Okay. Um, which takes a lot longer, obviously. Right. So, Genova. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I really don't remember much about her, even though I, I completed that game twice, 100%. And I just... Oh, yeah! And in, She's and the, in the feature film, uh, the animated one that was uh, out... I can't remember how many years ago. It was a while back. She's got oh, three more sons! <laughs> They're all like, where is mother... Oh, great film. The voice acting in that is terrible. Oh, the yeah. The animation still holds up. Yeah, the animation is great. Is this the one where, like, Cloud jumps up falling debris for eight minutes yes. yeah. to fight Sephiroth? Yeah, it's, it's great. The plot, the plot is... Guys... Tr- plot is trash. No. <laughs> it's... 
this that kind of crap is why I hate anime. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense. It's a hundred percent spectacle. I. It is junk food for your eyes. It's not it supposed is. to. Like, oh, come on. It, the whole movie is just fanfare, okay? There's an awesome motorcycle uh, sword fight that goes on between sorry. all, like, four characters. It's Cloud versus the three brothers. and Like, they're all just, like, you know, going all crazy motorcycle skills and swords all over the place. It's just, oh, it's great. You have no idea how much I hate Cloud as a protagonist. <laughs> I just... Oh, just Cloud is. Ugh. Other than the fact that he has some good fights in that movie, Cloud is utter trash. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. It's not about his skill; it's his attitude. And I like a little bit of spoilers because obviously the the, the Pickering Bucks guys they don't listen to the show; they never have. But <laughs> <laughs> um, um, like Cloud is such a stuck up his own ass moody teenager. Oh yeah, that it hurts. And that's why I don't like him anymore. Because it was like, oh yeah, that was cool when I was like 12. Like, I'm the badass that, you know, I don't care about anything. Ha ha. And then like, they sort of poke fun at it in this new remake. And it's like, no, it's just a jerk now. <laughs> She's just a jerk now. But that's that's like, what the girls want, you know. They they want, you know. No, come on. Tall, dark, and brooding. <laughs> okay, you, you know what's always bothered me about Advent Children? And this goes... All the way. This, this goes back to not just that, but also the short that Square Enix did for the Animatrix, and also uh, Spirits Within, which you know, let's not even touch on how bad that is because it's just that bad. Yeah, the graphics look great and everything, but the lip flaps—it's like, oh yeah, it's they're barely opening their mouths when they speak. It's like there's no yeah, facial the... expression at all. Oh no, the, boy, the, the animation for talking and that kind of stuff in remake is really good. Like there's a lot yeah. of really good animation, yeah. but like, like you have to imagine Advent children is we don't, we can't even remember when it came out. It's over it 10 years over old. 10 yeah. years. Cause yeah. I remember watching so, it in high school. It came out before I got married, like the year before. Yeah. It's... So it's like 15 years. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it came out when I was in like middle school then. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been seven. No, I mean, did it come out when I was in high school? I was two thousand five. Really? Yeah, I was in. High I school. was twelve. Yeah. Wow, I was in grade eight. <laughs> <laughs> twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, two thousand five. I was seventeen. Holy! So, there we go. It was five years old when I watched it the first time. How'd that happen? Holy crap! Holy. <laughs> So yeah, the animation for other than the lip flaps and the voice, like the English dub voice acting, is utter trash. You know, no I mean, holds barred. It wasn't horrible, but you could tell that they weren't working with that great of a script. Oh yeah, definitely, they weren't working They're, with a great script, and you can tell it. It is on par for anim for anime dubs of the time, mm -hmm. which is to say that average, not great. I'd like to one day do a sub versus dub war on this this podcast. I honestly like sub can, a little bit better. I can come with ammo. I can come with ammo for both sides. That is true, actually. Uh, I am a hundred percent dub. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> a little, yeah, a hundred percent. I prefer dub. dub just so I can actually pay attention to what's going on on screen instead of reading. But that's just JoJo's Bizarre Adventure sub is no the best no more no sub it no, is Morg, Morg, stop no. Morg, I, Morg, no JoJo. Oh. No. 
how many times <laughs> have I had to shut down freaking JoJo? <laughs> oh, it's too bad you don't like it. All right. You know, that's what I'm saying is we need to have an episode where you guys can just like unleash your anime fandom and I can sit here and roll my eyes. You and just be, be like, off in the corner <laughs> fucking weebs. Just, uh, just kill me now. You know, that was I, one I of the mean, things. I, I enjoy certain shows. I am not the kind I, of anime fan who's like, oh, I must watch everything. It's like, I'll, I'll see, you know, a recommendation I, or a review somewhere. It's like, oh, I should watch that. That looks like it's going to be fun. Are animes I like because they don't do the bullshit that I don't like. Like, um, but that's just it. A lot of us like the kind of bullshit that you hate. I really do. <laughs> oh, so much. Uh, like, I, okay, I, I uh, it I, makes. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't try to enjoy anime. Ironically, I really like watching My Hero Academia because of all the nonsense superhero. Oh, BS exactly. It's. I'm here for. I am also just generally here for My Hero Academia, but I am here for Sword Art Online. I can academically tell you it's a bad series. That doesn't mean I won't watch it and enjoy every second. I actually like, <laughs> and one of the ones that I get a lot of heat for from people who are into anime is like, you like Sword Art Online? I was like, yeah. Episode 10, they solve it. They get together, and I get to watch a fucking anime not about does he like me, does she like me. I know, it's great. I, we, uh, if yeah! The, if they took the first half of the first season and made four seasons of just that, you wouldn't be able to stop me from watching it constantly. Oh, too true, too true. Yeah, no. Now, I, the actual second fall season, into I'll the still category watch. of, like, things I don't like immediately after that. But, <laughs> like I said, academically, utter trash. I was trash. already invested. I, I have to check to see if this picks up. I was already up. invested. <laughs> oh, so much. No, I totally picked oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Stroheim, you're amazing. You beautiful cyborg Nazi. All right. All right. I, I'll make a promise that we will do an anime yeah. episode. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll sit here and I'll talk about the ones I actually like. And then I'll sit here and just, like stab myself with a pen while you guys talk about My Hero Academia. Or something. Uh, I don't <laughs> just know. sit down, no, just take I off haven't... the headset and leave. Uh, <laughs> I'm not... All right, guys, I'll be now, back in I, an hour. I, 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 do, I do need to ask a question. Is it okay if I haven't actually watched the show, but I've read the light novels? I'm not really... I mean, that's close enough. I'm not really a My Hero Academia kind of guy. I'm more of, like, into, like, the insane, crazy muscly, and, like, just completely... What is the word I'm looking for? Convoluted, <laughs> but fun series. That's what I'm more into. I used to like Dragon Ball Z. Eh, not so much. I like Dragon Ball Z for the fluff episodes, and I'm not kidding. Really? Because they're hilarious. <laughs> There's some oh, good Oh, dude, Gohan's training. So, so you like the Driver's I love Ed Gohan's training. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Driver's Ed, the demons. Yeah. Yeah, the, dri the Driver episode was pretty crazy. I like that one. The one where Garlic Jr. Right, came back. Anyways, back. Back. Oh, so, Genova, a mom. Can't really say much about her. She's a yep. mom. Uh, all right. So, uh, one of mine is Joel from The Last of Ooh. Us. Um, and a, Joel is, is a father. Oh, yeah. And he is a single father in the middle of an apocalypse that loses his daughter very early into it. And, and it that's bitters why I will him. never be able to play that oh, game. It was a beautiful um, game. I was not a father. 
I was not a father when I first played this game, right? I was I was married, but we didn't have kids yet. Um, I don't think that maybe kids were on the way. I don't remember. But um, so, but I've always wanted to be a dad. So personally, I actually kind of connected with Joel pretty well. The thing is, like, his connection to I want to call her L. Ellie, is, yeah. What is her name? Ellie. Yeah, it is L. Uh, um, uh, Ellie is a father-daughter relationship, and I'm not interested in enough to play The Last of Us 2, even though I really enjoyed one. And it was really... Uh, the ending of one uh, was like, obviously he just doesn't want to lose her, whether it was the right answer or not. You mean uh, shooting the scientists? It. Yeah. It totally was. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's just like, it was, it's crazy the amount of stuff he does to, to protect her and keep her alive. And it, 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 part of it is sort of like replacing that hole that he has because his daughter died, but also it's like, there is a genuine care for Elle in there. And I, I think we'll probably see that in the last of us too, whenever that comes out. But again, I'm not super interested in, in playing that I game have, right now I, I, i'm i'm not gonna say anything i have heard spoilers i have seen stuff on yeah the apparently there's it's a lot very of spoilers, controversial yeah. for a lot of people yeah. so yeah we'll have to wait till it actually comes out to see because i'm not going to take a stance on it came uh, out the, yesterday yeah oh the game did yeah see that's yeah. how much yeah. i know it's now. out like it's officially yeah. out <laughs> Is officially out. Right. People can actually legitimately make up their minds about this game without it being without relying on leaks and you know spoilers and stuff. Okay, it just I'm I'm just curious now. What's so controversial? Like, what's the ah uh, things that I wouldn't want to necessarily repeat on an all ages podcast? Uh, We're not does all it, have to, does it involve you. a certain uh, <laughs> lesbian relationship? I don't think that no, actually, that's not really the that's, issue. Not, that's not the point. That's not yeah, the one that's, I've run into, at least. I don't think it's a bad thing. See, I'm so confused. No, like, what are a, we talking about? There is a, uh, there is a. From what I've heard, at least, I don't know what any other controversies. There is a uh, trans character in there that is repeatedly dead named and horribly abused. Oh no! There's a lot of people that are. Uh, very not okay with the portrayal, even if it is a to exemplify how horrible the people doing it are. It's a yeah. It's it's like you it's done a bit much. I you can make you. a bad guy, but They're, they don't I, have I to go you. that far with it. You know, like yeah. it's like when you uh, it's like when um, uh, Pan uh, mentioned the uh, the rape sequence that could have happened in her uh, DD session, and I was like, no. You don't have to make a bad character bad by proving it, by doing that low of a thing. It's just, no. Well, it, well, he wasn't a bad character. That's also part of the problem that that guy had. He wasn't supposed to be a bad character. He just didn't like elves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough line. That's a tough line to walk because um, that stuff does happen 
Right. Yes. And the portrayal to ignore that it happens. Maybe not seeing it. That that's not for us to judge, right? Yeah. Like to me, to me, they are artists, right? And they are making an art. The 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 conglomeration of the developers, the publishers, have made art that is a video game. Yeah. Right. And they are trying to get something across. I don't think they should be taken out to the lynches for something that they're doing. Um, if they're aware of what they're doing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen... Like, I think I, I think the problem that I have with it is that they've specifically said that they didn't... They, they didn't want to make something that was fun. They wanted to, like, do, you know, ha- have a message or a story, which is fine, but if it's not... If you're intentionally making something that isn't fun you're alienating a good chunk of potential audience. Yeah. And that may be the cost for what they want to do. Yeah. Not art art is not yeah. for everybody. I mean, I I know as far as my friend circle that a couple of people who I who are transgender are very not okay with how the game portrays it. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. And, and, I wouldn't know. And I've I'd, deferred I'd, to them on that one. Is. Yeah, the, okay. the, the and that's other fine. thing I've seen the, the other thing I've seen like memed all over the place over the past couple of days is literally just a full blown sex scene in the middle between a couple of the antagonists. Oh great. Oh mm. god. I mean yeah. that's half of what um, T V is now. I don't really Well it's I, I don't I don't get why people aren't complaining about it in T V Well it, it's, like, it's it's the fact that you, you, you have to stop and realize they mo capped this. Yeah. <laughs> they used to have real actors do that stuff, dude. Like I, fair, but <laughs> like uh I'm not, like I, I'm not saying that it was okay or not. I don't really have an opinion, but like that's I why I stopped reason... watching The Walking Dead, right? Episode 2, yeah. we get this really grunty scene like first thing. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, I, think... I guess this show isn't about zombies anymore." All right. I... I I I think the reason that it's being memed so heavily is because a lot of people are viewing it as flagrant hypocrisy on Sony's part because something like that is perfectly fine, but when it comes to like anime style female body proportions, those get censored to hell. Yeah, so, that is true. Here, there's, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with it, but I can see where they're coming from because that does seem really hypocritical to be all like, oh, Japanese 2D waifus, oh no, can't have them flashing cleavage, but we'll have a full-blown sex scene over here because they're a Western developer. Yeah. I think you're talking about like 19 different layers of onion when compared to... Are they going to allow X developer do this versus X developer do that? There is favoritism. There is health of the system. There is, like, there, there. Um, Naughty Dog has obviously a lot of more free reigns than most other companies for PlayStation, because yeah, definitely of how trusted they are as a developer among both Sony and the fans. So I think there's a lot of layers to that issue. Um, there's a lot I'll of layers. Curi- I'll to be the- curious to see how all this, you know, lays out once the, you know, once the full extent of everything 
is uh, evident to the people who have played it, just to see, you know, yeah, are people are people going to trust Naughty Dog to deliver a potential part three, or are people just going to write off the, you know, the studio completely believing that they can't tell us a good story anymore? And obviously, I'm a third hand hearing of what this is you guys haven't yeah. played it so i'm you guys are hearing from people that have played it and i'm even like further removed to the situation so i i can't judge whether you know naughty Dell did anything right or wrong based on mm-hmm. you know this information but like my tendency is to say that hey you know they did something i i think i find it really hard to to rail on somebody who purposely created something with purpose. You know what I mean? You don't have to like it, but like if they knew what they were doing when they created it, unintentional stuff that comes about, they learn, they grow, they move on. Right. Yeah. I that, think it's that, one of those that happens where I think it's one of those things where it's really difficult to find the line between subjective and objective when it comes to, you know, is this going to be a bad game because of X, Y, Z? Or, you know, is that simply something that is down to the individual who's experiencing it as far as... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, then, obviously, there are people, you know, that could feel like, holy crap, I don't want to see that because that could be me. Or, you know, that kind of stuff, too, and, and, and find that offensive. And it gets... It's a, it's a mess. You know what I mean? It's just... It, yeah. So what? We're never supposed to portray that kind of thing ever in media? Like, I don't... I don't I don't know if that's the answer or not. Like, it's just a question that comes up. It's just like, okay, so we can never show people of X, you know, persuasion or, you know, I'll say persuasion because it could be race, you know, gender, it could be preference, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, group of people that we're talking about... Um, you know, because X persuasion wouldn't like this, then what, like, what's the line? Where do we stop showing things that happen in real life? Where do we stop showing, you know, bad people doing bad things? Because that's part of what drama is like you, the bad with the good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um... it's a much bigger issue than we have for talking about parents and video games. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, but, just yeah. a bit. Sorry, what, what were you going to say, Leo? I said, yeah, just a bit. Like, you know, we might have yeah. wandered well, from where we started slightly. We love our tangents. Oh, no, we do. They, they, we do. This this podcast thrives on tangents. Or, or dies. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Morg, you, you were about to say something? Well, I mean, to be honest, there... It's not a bad thing to address certain issues that are relevant in the world, but I think that, you know, it, there is a way to be able to portray these issues um, that do affect, you know, our culture and society in, in a way that is more tasteful. Like, uh, like if you look at V for Vendetta, I mean, their approach to, to you know, uh, how things were happening in the 1980s and things that are happening that are quite relevant to what happened recently with like the protests and protests and COVID, you know, the the fact that they were talking about, you know, um, war and terror and disease and everybody has a curfew and the police are, you know, you know, very unobliging and abusive. And you've got like this dictatorship, 
Strictly yeah, and it, and it ends up being problematic because he tortured her to get to his idea. Yeah. yeah. The fact is, like, the way that they portrayed it, portrayed it in both the comics and in the movie, it was really well done. Like, it was it was tasteful. It was it was kind of PG-ish. Like, it, kind of borderline edgy, but I mean, like, but it... It... it um. It covered it covered all the wait, bases. Wait, you're in a talking good about way. the fact that he tortured her. We lost him. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Morg, are you alive? Speak to me, Morg. Oh yeah, sorry. No, I just kind of disconnected for a little bit, but I'm fine. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, okay, up so to that your Discord got very drunk on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like we were hearing, like, choppy. But basically, you're referring to the fact that V tortured whatever girl. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I, I, yeah. I get like what you're saying, like, Morg, but I think that's a topic for another day. Well, no, I mean, like... like um, yes, there are, like, wa- there are ways to portray things without showing them, yes. Well, I mean, like, it, it, it is more than that. Um, uh... Uh, my, yeah, okay, yeah, connection's good. Yeah, I mean, like, no, 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 I mean, like, uh, the, the issues that, uh, that were covered in V for Vendetta, like, you know, the concepts of, like, terrorism, or, like, you know, protesting, or, like, you know, talking about, um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the risk of losing freedom of speech and privileges, like, rights and privileges that, you know, citizens yeah. should have, you know, the fear of being run by a dictatorship that is using fear-mongering and the police Fun to fact, control this also things. came out in 2005. And, like, the, you know, there being a curfew <laughs> and how there, you know, there was a horrible plague yeah. and, you know, everybody panicked. Like, they approached, you know, the concepts that are very relevant to politics and, you know, society today and even back in the 80s when that when it was relevant back then. They, they did it in such a way that was it was tasteful, but, you know, the message itself was dark, but there, there was there was enough to it to, to make people aware of the situation and also be mindful. But you know, it didn't it didn't um, eat at your guts like it wasn't a disheartening and sickening re- repulsive experience. Oh boy. Hmm. I think we lost him again. So like, is he drunk from? Is he drunk for just me? Or oh my is god! It he sounds like he's like <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. no he, was, he sounds like he's, he's drowning in a waterfall of glue to us. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good gravy! <laughs> like I was, I was, I was, I was kind of waiting for him to finish, and I was just gonna let it sit for like a couple seconds, and then just go domo arigato, Mr. Oh, Obama. good gravy! <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, yeah, Morg. Just, so we get we get the point that tonight, yes, man. yes. V for Vendetta did some things. They showed it pretty well. Yeah, got it. I think we need to move on. Yes. <laughs> Damn this freaking Discord! I hate it. Sucks sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll just yeah, go again real quick because I know I have more than you, Morg. So we'll we'll mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, we'd be we'd be remiss because I know Pan wanted to talk about this. I have not finished the game, and I've said several times why I will not finish the game because it was something that the ex and I were playing together when she left me. 
so it's kind of hard for me to go back to that game, but it's just uh, God of War or Dad of War. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and it shows a more mature studio taking on the task and the idea of fatherhood when the same character is a terrible father in the uh, previous games. And it takes that into account. And so he's trying to make up for that with his new son. I think, what is his new son's name? It's Artemis or something like that? Atreus. Atreus. Yeah, Atreus. Atreus. Oh, like Atreyu? Really? Oh, and by the way, yeah, his Um, other name is Loki. Spoiler warning! (laughs) Alright. But yeah, uh, so this this game takes a very mature approach to a very uh, emotionally closed off father figure that is trying to teach his son a few things. It comes off as very harsh and mean, but still loving. You know what I mean? Um, Because there is definitely that kind of dad out there that, that doesn't and that seems to be the norm for a lot of people sometimes is, is a dad that is very closed off emotionally, but still there for you. You know what I mean? And that's where dad of war comes in as far as representation goes. Um, also he's a badass and he has been for a long time (laughs) and he's a God boy, boy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Do not be sorry. Be better. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Judge is amazing. So that, yeah, no, the voice acting, every a lot of things in that game are amazing. Maybe one day I'll I'll get the gumption to finish. Oh, just just to have done it. it, That that is one of those games that if I eventually get PS4 or PS5, I will have to play just because I have a lot of fondness for. Chris Judge because of Stargate. Yes, I was about to mention that. Yeah, Teal'c was amazing. Oh, he's Teal'c. I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him at Comic-Con. It was really cool. I saw where I actually only ever saw him and he had a lot of hair and a beard, which, you know, is not Teal'c. Yeah, (laughs) and he's not as tall as you think, but he's Um, stocky. Um, is the video game awards where he won for best voice actor. So, there you go. <laughs> I, remember, they won, uh, I, I remember they won he, for something. He, he and the kid presented one of the awards. I don't know. If maybe that's that. it. I don't. Yeah, yeah maybe you're right because that was that was 2018. So that was a while. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Because you know they're they're both standing there. Just you know they 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 do the whole pre award spiel and then they just kind yeah. of stand there for a couple seconds read it boy <laughs> yes <laughs> and he cracks open yeah. the envelope <laughs> yeah yeah cause he definitely says that a boy. lot um okay Morg hit us with another okay. one okay yep you guys are gonna be surprised by this one Giovanni from Pokemon am I yes no. yes now, how is he a good parent well he's not a great parent damn it Morg <laughs> He is 100% a dad. Yeah, he is a dad. And he, he runs a, a successful business. Well, for a while before another kid he is ruins a it. a horrible father to his kid. Well, he's not great, but I mean, he doesn't hate his child. I mean, like, we've never seen him abuse his uh, child. And I mean, like, um, when he uh, disbands Team Rock and he what? goes into exile, I mean, um, his kid runs we after him and is trying to figure it, out, at least I didn't you know, why are you, you leaving dad, you know? <laughs> we could have started a family yes. or something. Yeah. What makes, what makes him a good father is that he left, but his son was there to see it? Like, 
I mean, I mean, his his son obviously loved him at some point. You know, he must have been a good parent. All right, uh, Morg. Let me let me get a little little uh, a political or real once again. Kids that are beaten half to death still love their parents, so I don't think that's a good argument. <laughs> No, I'd argue I mean, oh wait, are you arguing in favor of Stockholm Syndrome? I'm arguing in favor of Giovanni's a shitty parent. Well, I'm looking at it. Hey, hey, hey. That could be applied to every trainer that has to go out and catch a Pokemon by beating the crap out of it and shoving in a little tiny ball for it to be its little its little cockfighting, you know, dog fight or you know, minion. Do we have to limit it to crappy parent? He's a mafia don. He's a crappy person. Yeah, I know. You never know. Yeah, I mean, he too. could have been a really good dad. He he sends a hit on an eleven-year-old morgue. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've never seen him abuse his children. And you can't be the argument. <laughs> All right, uh, you can't argue against it like I can't argue for it. Quick, someone give me the next yeah. one. Uh... <laughs> well, well. If you... All right, yeah. my last dad on my last dad on the list is the King of Cosmos. Um, yeah, he's a, he seems like a pretty good talk about crappy dads. <laughs> Hold on, he's strict, but he does play with his son quite a bit, and they they it's weird. It's a weird relationship. It's a distant relationship, but it's it wouldn't say it's bad. He wrecks the solar system and then makes his kid do all the work to fix it. He's teaching him valuable life skills about uh, making sure to put one foot in front of the other and how to take that which is broken and make it better. Mm. I don't know. I have never played a Katamari game in my life. Mm, the pot calling the um, kettle black, I see. Mm. It is It is weird. It is weird. I will say that. Um, the kid, I don't see him as... All right. He's definitely not good for wrecking the galaxy and then saying, hey, son, clean it up. But he's also teaching him how to do his job that he has to take over at the same time as the next king of Cosmos, assuming he dies. Right, but he doesn't even frame it that way. He's like, oh, we were still very clumsy. Um, you, you <laughs> That is literally how he Basically, oh, if that's how he, If that's how he predicates it, never mind. Hey. If you're willing to put him on the list, I see no reason why Giovanni, you know, <laughs> daddy, you know, dad of silver, you know, from gold and silver versions, which, by the way, was the greatest sequel of all time, shouldn't go on the list. Because King of Cosmos didn't walk out on his kid. Uh, well, I mean, like, he set himself up in a bad <laughs> position. I mean, it, it's like... He made a mess. He spilled. He spilled the drinks on the table. And he said, "Clean it up, kid." Yeah, he, he, he's like the bad drunkard, you know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Are we arguing semantics here? Yes, <laughs> Whatever. Do you have another yes, one? Yes, I more? do. We'll just move on from King of Cosmos. That's my last father, anyway. I have. We got some really great. We have some great ones in there. Okay, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I have from Trials of Mana, the Dark Shine Knight, who happens to be Duran's dad. It's a total Darth Vader scenario thing, where where you find out that like the second last boss in the game, if you pick uh, Duran as your 
as your uh, main character of like the trios that you of, of the trio that you pick. Um, at the very end, uh-huh. before you can get to the big boss, you have to deal with the Dark Shine Knight, which is kind of like his second in command. So yeah, it basically is like a Darth Vader scenario where you have to be where you have to confront him and. There's a sequel. He's not a bad guy. He was just corrupted uh, by like a this big bad dark lich thing, whatever it is, at the very end that you have to beat at the very end. And um, like uh, there is, to the contrary, Anakin was a bad guy. I'm just well, yeah. Say. I mean, yeah. Well, he was corrupted <laughs> by uh, by dark powers. I might... by uh, Darth this. He killed kids. He killed children. He killed children. Well, I mean, you know, under the influence. I don't no, think that makes it, it better. Very early. That was very much early into the Darth Vader process. He had no Darth Vader suit on. Well, I mean, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was not fully manipulated uh, yet. He was just... Well, angry. I never said he was fully under control. Temper- I did see he was under the influence. I mean, his also, eyes were, like, super red. Obviously, he, he brutally smoked a good murdered, shit. He brutally murdered the women and the children. <laughs> oh, the poor children. The people. <laughs> well, I mean, Luke was gonna like slaughter. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what is his name? Kylo Ren, the, the, the Han Solo's dweeb child with the emo complex. I never watched the sequels. I have no idea what you're talking about. Good, you have been spared uh, garbage. He, in a moment, <laughs> a moment of weakness, he did yes, try to kill Kylo Ren. Are the Jedi really yes. that good? I don't know. Leaves room for debate. Who is the bad guy here? But anyways, um, yeah, um, like there's like a there's like a sequence where like they have like a little where like Duran and his dad have a little back and forth or whatever, and then um, you're left with like the scenario where you have to kill him, and then you know you set his soul free and. Yeah, it, it, it's a pretty crazy thing. But he is, like, super-duper hard. Like, a really, really good fight in that game. Um, the backstory behind um, uh, Duran's dad for the Dark Shine Knight, um, before he became the Dark Knight Shine Knight, uh, I think he beca- he was, like, um, uh, what was he? I think he was, like, uh, the captain of the guard for, like, the kingdom that uh, Duran is living in, and then, like, he hopes to someday become, like, a like a big guard, uh, guard whatever, or, like, soldier figure or whatever, like, soldier. Uh, for the kingdom and whatever, and but he's like not qualified for the job yet. So he goes out and onto a quest and you know meets characters and stuff like that. Um, depending on like which characters you pick and in which order, that's that really determines like the order and sequence of which like which which storylines unfold for certain characters that you have in your party, and then which other ones are just NPCs. It's really complex because you get the choice of three characters. One of them is your main, two of them are your sides, and then there's like another three that could be NPCs. So you have like a huge variety of options as far as how your campaign is going to play out. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons in that sort of way. Um, Pretty complex for its time. But yeah, great game. I recommend people buy it because it is going to be on the Switch. If it isn't already, I know that people are playing the demo right now. But when it does come out, I highly recommend getting it because they've changed it from an isometric view to like a full 3D experience. So it's going to be pretty awesome for a 3D action adventure. I think it's out. I might have it on my wish list. I'm going to have to take a look because if it is already out, I'm buying it right after the podcast. Um, I, th- 
I think I have I have exhausted the list of fathers. Um, now we're going to get into the moms, and I, before we get into the moms, I will say there's a lot less portrayals of good moms in in video games. Like, uh, what what? It's kind of surprising how like w- like lopsided this representation is. Man, Discord's um, not having a No, Discord like, is being not absolutely a lot. Not brutal a lot of right now. Like I've got a good connection now, but now I don't know about, or a lot of that kind of stuff except for huh? Well, Fortwan also lives out in the woods. Oh so. yeah, he's out in the boonies <laughs> like I am. Ah. What what about me being in the woods? I missed something. Oh. You you you've kind of faded to black and then were silent for like a Yeah, we were wondering what was going on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, your connection. <laughs> oh, um. Anyways, yeah. So I've exhausted the list of fathers, and there's a lopsided. What I was saying is, there's a lopsided amount of fathers in video games versus mothers. There's not as many mothers as I could find, and I've actually seen in my search a lot of people bringing that mm-hmm. up. As yeah. Well, we need more um, mother figures. So, um, let's get. I'm gonna go two in a row. More? You have one more, right? Uh, no, I pretty much exhausted my list. Okay, then I'll quick, just, quick, I'll just quick, quick note while we're still technically on the on the subject. Yes, Trials of Mana is available forty nine ninety nine on the eShop. There is. Oh, a oh, it's cool. just the demo. It's not the full game yet. No, you can get. The oh, demo. you no, can no, no. get you the demo, can but the you can demo. buy the game. Excellent! I'm buying it. I'm yes. buying it right after yes. the podcast. It's going to be great. All right, so the low-hanging fruit that we've mentioned is the Pokemon mom. And I'm saying this the generic mom. Um, she does try to keep in contact with you as much as she is letting an 11-year-old leave for their journey of their life. Oh, yeah. Um, um, now, I will say that in defense for the series, they make this sound like pretty much a tradition of everybody in that world. And if that's how the world is, that you're just on your own at 11, then I fi- I don't really find that to be as problematic if, like, in the real world, when you're in 7th grade and they kick you out the door, that's a little yeah. much. But- <laughs> There's yeah, actually especially- in the... Oh, I was going to say, especially doing a job that doesn't even, like, qualify for minimum wage, the amount of money that you make going through the entire league... Uh, assuming that that the amount of money that you hold make on. has hold like on, your Morg. gross income yearly, are you, are you going full game theory on us, uh, Morg? You <sighs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the amount of currency, the amount of currency is way different from in the game. The economy in the game is way different from real world. Like Pokey Benjis are based on yen. We already yeah. know this, so we're just doing the conversion. Yeah, we already. pretty much are. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, lemonade is like three bucks. The, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. The uh, that better be a freaking forty-four ounce lemonade. It better be. Day. Yeah. Like but, an Arizona ice. If we're tea. talking what three bucks, if dude, just getting a freaking like Baja Mountain Dew at the gas station is almost three bucks now. So what, like. <laughs> That's true. Now, if we're talking I Pokemon moms, away from a Sonic Drive-in, so I live I out in the go, boonies. I, I okay, usually go by, I, I usually go by during happy hour between two and five, so I can get my drinks half price. I don't know because that's more actually reasonable. My closest gas station is fifteen minutes away at the farmers market. All right, 
All right. I'm sorry. You still have a. <laughs> it's three you, bucks. <laughs> you still have a farmer's market. Lucky you. I mean, I do live in the woods. We yes. used to have them. There's farms. We used to the have woods. them every Friday. Now, not so much. Oh, it's just a store called the Farmer's oh, Market. Oh, not it's actual just... armor, Farmer's Market. Ah, uh, I see. I mean, yes, farmers do bring their stuff there, yes, but it is an actual store that is open mm. every day, not just not just one day a week. Anyways, um, lo- so yeah, Pokemon Moms, um, they're usually very supportive. They call and check on you, especially Sword and Shield. You to end up talking to your mom quite a bit. She's actually an involved character. Yeah. And um, in uh, the second one, the second gen of them too, the Johto League one, your mom is like constantly being like, "Hey, I'm holding on mon- onto money for yeah, you." Yeah, she saves you money, yes. and she even buys you stuff. Like yeah. if you play the original uh, Gold and Silver, you can uh, save your money with her, and then she'll buy you dolls, she'll buy you like rugs, uh, like a duvets cool. for your bed. You could even get a Snorlax doll. It's it's awesome. I love that game. Uh, I do, I do remember highly liking Gold and Silver, except I didn't really like any of the second generation Pokemon that well. How dare you, Tyranitar, Heracross, Skarmory, Scizor, Dawnfan, all great Pokemon. Togekiss is kind of okay. Chikorita uh, is about it. Yeah. Really? No, all the way. The four-legged uh, Pikmin. That's a really weird way to say Totodile. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys. If I'm not a bug trainer in Pokemon, I'm a grass trainer all the way. Like, Cinde- <laughs> I mean, I'm Cyndaquil, Dragon type through and through. But they gave me Steel in that gen. Yeah, Steel was really uh, solid. Also, Chikorita is a Brontosaurus, so like, this I can't true. not. Like, I love dinosaurs. You, yeah, you know. yeah, it was a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, wait, Meganium had the giant geranium petals around its neck, which was really awesome. But I think Typhlosion is yep. the best one because it had access to Earthquake, Flamethrower, Thunder Punch, Rock... Wait, not Rock Slide. Uh, there was another move that I used. I mean... Rollout! Again, I'm the guy who plays... that actually... Re- like, I got the full Pokedex in Sword and Shield, and then Wonder traded away all... And I mean all of my Pokemon that were not bugs. I now have only bugs. So, but have you been to the Isle of Armor to catch? More oh bugs? yeah, that came out recently no. too. The pass. I, I, yeah. I am not. I am not picking up the expansion. I don't really have a desire to play it right now. Uh, I'm gonna have to double check the Isle of Armor to see what kind of Pokemon I can trade over from Let's Go Eevee to see which first gen Pokemon I can grab. But eh, we'll we'll see. I hope I can. I, I fully IV and EV trained a full bug team. I, I'm done. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I did the work. I put in the work, and I still get wrecked because you know any rock type ever. But oh, if only there was a yeah, if only there was my, a fighting and bug type that you could use. I don't know, like a <laughs> Heracross. I mean, there already is. There already is. Heracross actually is available on the island. Get a Heracross! Get a Heracross! It's amazing! I am not changing my team. I am not going through that again. It might be specific to Shield if I remember right. I'd have to check. Shield is the one I have, but no. um, It would not... I'd have to look at it, but I have the Crustle. Crustle, yeah, Crustle. That's a rock and uh, bug type. Yeah, that... 
forever will be my starter in the bug team because you can't kill him on the it's first hit. It's a good hit. Pokemon. Not it's possible. It's a good Pokemon. I mean, and he will throw out Stealth Rock, and I I will laugh. <laughs> yeah, Stealth Rock is really good. Uh, you could almost uh, what's that one? Um, oh, Body Press. Give it Body Press if you if I think if it. He okay, has yeah. It. He he has Body Press and he has um, the Steel Iron Defense or Heavy Slam. Uses, no. He- heavy slam, the one that uses yeah. weight. Yeah, that's the one. Heavy slam. Yeah, that's yeah. a great move for him. Yeah, Crustle's really gonna benefit from that one. Um, if you get Iron Defense, yeah, and then he has better. No, he's he's not. He he's there to do one thing, and if he survives, he'll do extra attacks. That's it. He's a one-trick pony. If you're gonna outspeed me, you're not gonna one-hit KO because that's his natural ability. Sturdy, yeah, it's it. really great. And, oh, I was gonna say that, yeah. Um, and then he will throw out I was recommending rock. if you do have um, uh, body press as one of his uh, moves, iron defense, if you max out your defense, you can do, I think, easily more than twice as much damage. Long. Yeah. Ah, I see. No, he won't live <gasps> that long. You know what you need? You need a... Uh, wait, I wonder if Frostmoth uh, learns Baton Pass. If it does, you can use Quiver Dance... And then baton pass, and then you essentially just make a full sweep team. <gasps> oh, sticky web! I mean, sticky web is really good per- too. I recommend it, that too. It pretty much is. It pretty much is a striker team, and and it, and it all. Yeah, I don't have a lot of defense, but Scorchipede is the best one because Scorchipede knows a fire, grass, water, and dark move. Ooh. Yeah, so the, the farthest I've gone with, like, you know, get, getting a team together is I have a Pangoro with False Swipe, who I'm slowly working on getting him into into fighting mm-hmm. shape. And I mm-hmm. have a Dracovish that I have named Abomination, who's level 100, has a choice scarf, and can literally one-shot just about anything that isn't a raid battle. Oh, awesome. Those, the, like, bite thing on Dracovish is nuts. It is. It oh, is. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so... So dumb. I love it. What, yeah. One of these days, I'll, Fish, pull, I'll pull out the save. I'll pull yeah, out that. the save and, and talk, talk more about the, the, the team. It's actually a fairly good team. I do have Frozmoth, Scorchipede, Crustle, and I don't remember the... Oh, I've got the Ladybug. The new oh, Ladybug. yeah. The, that thing's freaking awesome. If you get the Gigantamax version of him, he turns into a UFO. Yeah, I've seen that. No, I don't. I don't none of mine are Gigantamax. The only one I will. I, I actually, ca- I actually, my, like my literally my first battle back playing after I installed the DLC. I happened to be out in the wild area, so I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, they're they're doing the event with the uh, that one legendary that they're gonna give everybody a shiny if a million people beat it. I'll see if I can find that. Come across a Gigantamax or beetle, and I'm just kind of like, that's a UFO. That must be a Gigantamax. I'm gonna catch it. <laughs> Orb Beetle has crazy defenses for what it is. Orb Beetle's one of the very few that can survive some of the four times weakness hits that it has. It's crazy defense, just naturally. So, anyways, I I even train defense and speed on all of them anyways, mm. too. So. Um, uh, so, yeah, Pokemon Mom. Pretty decent mom a lot of the time, even though the jokes of letting an 11-year-old boy leave. I think, uh, I think it's debatable because of the cultural differences of what we have in the game and versus real yeah. life. But yeah. Um, so that's a low-hanging fruit. I've got two more, which we're approaching on two hours now, guys. 
it's, it's getting a little long. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Samus, Samus Aran. Samus is a stand-in mom for a Metroid and a lot of other things. Um, I am not factoring in other M. Um, I have not played other M, but um, Fusion, uh, Super Metroid, there's a lot of things uh, thematically that are about motherhood uh, and that kind of thing. I think it's the one real standout as far as like actually addressing uh, motherhood. And we're not making uh, Samus out to be some... I don't know. She's a strong person at the same time that isn't just sitting at home and worrying about their kid. She's an active member and actively going and trying to save things and that kind of thing. There's a lot, there's a been a lot of, um, a lot of research into the themes of, uh, Metroid and motherhood actually pretty, pretty good series too. Yeah. Like really is. good. And I never played one until uh, 2012. Oh, you have to play the original one on the and NES. That's, that's probably one of the best ones. I disagree wholeheartedly. I will play the Super Nintendo one over that. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. I will concede. <laughs> I have played the there's NES only, one. There's only in one case where I will concede, and that's only <clears throat> if you put Giovanni back on the list. <sighs> I mean, we don't really we're not we don't have a list of suggested games. We're just talking about the ideas of the parents. Yeah, today. yeah. Today, we're not. No, I know. Um. Uh, so, uh, any arguments, anything about Samus? Like, I thought someone would say anything about Samus. I'm surprised no one's saying anything. No, about not it. in the slightest. I'll, 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 I'll accept the, the adopted theory. Yeah. It's yeah. fair. Put Giovanni on the list. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so it's like the one that was like, this is the one we're all like, yep. I was like, all right, I guess, uh, I guess it's not a good way to get a discussion out of that one. All right, cool. <laughs> um now here is one that is foggy but there is there are things around it she has not appeared in a game yet however she has been talked about in a game and she is coming out in a game very soon and that is lilith from diablo oh yeah I'm entirely unsurprised by this now here's my question is lilith a good mom Lilith is an amazing mom in certain aspects. <laughs> so is Giovanni, by yeah, the way. Okay. Lilith is a literal demon. So let's get that out of the way. She's evil as fuck. And she, like, there's nothing redeeming about her. We don't really, as, as, as like a good or bad entity, she's bad. There's like, there's no way around it. However, bad people can be good parents. <laughs> It is On that thing. we can you agree. Know, it is On possible, that we can agree. But no, Giovanni's not. Wow. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I almost had you. Almost. <laughs> no. No. Um, it would, I would, I would, if he didn't just leave his children, Morg, then yeah, okay, I, I'd agree with you, but no. Um, so Lilith is the mother of all humanity or the Nephilim in the Diablo universe. Um, because it was her and Inarius that came together to sort of like, hey, let's make our own little commune of angels and demons that don't care about war, and it's just peace and love and have children and, and live in peace. But um, 
Yeah, so what ends up happening is, like, stuff goes down and there's a separation. I'm really, really just top-leveling this stuff. There's a lot more details to this. Yeah, we're going to need the spark but notes. Lilith, yeah, Lilith uh, and Inarius have a falling out over the World Stone and all this stuff, and they have different ideas of what humanity should mean and do. And what Inarius wants is just sort of like, just sit back, let them let the angels and demons keep fighting. We just live in our paradise. We're good, right? Um, until eventually, uh, Inarius is like, "Wait, humans have evil in them. We should wipe them out." Lilith goes nuts, and she's like, "You are not killing my kids," and kills every angel in Sanctuary, and um, like basically, she does. She goes through a lot to protect her kids. Um, and she is the reason why humanity still exists, period, before even the events of Diablo 1. Um, because Lilith and her motherly instinct just kicked in like, no, you are not doing that. You were, and, and But she also went nuts and killed everybody in, in that same act. Because, again, she's super evil. <laughs> Um, but we really don't know the role she, that she's going to play in Diablo 4. We don't know if she's going to be standing against humanity or with humanity or whatever. Doesn't look good based on the cinematic. No, now, no, it Leo, I'm sure you've seen it. It does not look good. Uh, there was a lot no. of blood and I'm pretty sure like a weird web membrane. So Yeah, that is her cape now? Yeah, uh, but it's she just it started as a blood membrane, so... Yeah. That she sort of birds herself out of. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, I'm yeah, it was. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. That trailer pretty much had me writing off Diablo Four, and I liked Diablo Three. That trailer was just, really. Uh, it was. Too, it was too much for me. Too like, gross. No, yeah, yeah. That was. That was okay. way too much body horror for me. Hmm. That's kind of what Diablo's always been. Just people have accused it of being cartoony because of you know it actually had light. Diablo three, <laughs> yeah, and I and I I really liked how you know they took those complaints, and then they went and made an entire zone that was nothing but like unicorns and teddy bears that you mercilessly oh yeah just as just as a big f you to all the people who are like it's too cartoony it's like oh we'll make it cartoony oh we'll Don't you worry we'll show you cartoony <laughs> with the unicorns with their shooting off horns when you kill oh, them too 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 colorful huh how's this yeah <laughs> the rainbow world oh man i love the rainbow world um but yeah um so lilith in the past has shown to be extremely protective of humanity we will see with diablo 4 because that looks ominous. Now, Morg, have you seen the trailer for Diablo 4? Um, I saw the first one that came out, and yeah, it was not bad. I actually kind of enjoyed it. But that was a while ago, like a long, long while ago. Um, I... No, it was, it was just last oh! BlizzCon. But how long ago was that? Eight months feels like a long time, the way 2020 Yeah. Yeah, I legitimately <laughs> have forgotten that it's still 2020, and that things that happened in January weren't like a year ago. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, 2020 has been uh, been interesting to say the least. And we're not even halfway done. No, it was done. only it was, yeah, it was only last November that that this was revealed. Um, I keep up with Diablo 4 news pretty closely, um, and it sounds like we're going to get some more information here pretty soon. Not on the story aspect, but like on the game's progress. They're actually giving us quarterly updates, which we got one in March. Um, of what's going on. So quarterly updates from Blizzard to, to the fans to say, hey, here's what we're working on. Here's some more info about the game. Um, real quick, um, so Chrono, you're out. You're not going to play Diablo 4? Have you seen it the depends. gameplay stuff? It, it, it depends on the actual, like, I'm probably going to wait and, I, I'm probably going to play the wait and see game because it's not like I don't have other games I really should play and get off my backlog at some point but oh you got a while i mean the closest thing this is going to come out is next year i wouldn't i wouldn't even and it's possible that next year is even a you know pipe dream yeah i'm i'm on the fence because of that that trailer it just doesn't it's it doesn't really look like it's going to be the same kind of storytelling that got me interested in diablo 3 that much Interesting, because most so. people don't like Diablo three for its story. I am yeah, not one the, of those. I actually like Diablo three quite a bit, especially its story. But because, well, for me, it was a case of, you know, the the first couple of games, you know, were that very, you know, dark gothic, you know, the bad guys win, you know, you're screwed in spite of everything that you did, sort of thing. Yeah, and that's just. It, 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 it's like, then why did I go to the trouble of all that work to begin with if you're just going to say, guess what, you lose anyway? It that feel, never it's, happens. It, it, it feels well, like... Well, I mean, Diablo like it, 1, it, it, feels, it happens. It yeah. feels like a bad DM railroading it. No? When, when, mm. when a story does that, it's like, oh, the hero went to all yeah. this trouble, and it was for nothing. It's like, well, well screw you, why would I bother then? <laughs> Well, the end no, of I, Diablo 2, um, the world stones destroyed, and we're like, what's the next thing? I didn't really see that as we lost. We were just like, the hush of what's happening next, I, and then, you know. I think the, I, I think the, uh, the end of the, what was it? The, the Reaper of Souls? For Diablo, no, the, the expansion of Diablo 2. Yeah, a Lord of Destruction. Yeah, that's yeah. the destruction of the world stone. Yeah. But, okay, you know, I don't, I don't find that as a loss though. That that was, it was corrupted, right? So like, it's gone. It's, it has to be taken care of. Yeah. So without the, the the world stone, there's not a focal point for the war anymore. So that's a good thing. There's not like they're not trying to get to the demons are not trying to get to Earth anymore for any reason. But the gates are open, so it sat open for twenty some years, mm-hmm. according to the lore. Yeah. With no invasions. That's because, you know, when you kill the three leaders of hell, they kind of can't figure out who's going to lead next. Which shows up as both Belial and Asmodan are vying for control in Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that, you know, okay. Diablo 3, you, you know, you, you, come, you come out of that and it's like, okay, you've actually accomplished something. Now, granted, at the end of reaper's souls you're kind of left with this okay what's going to happen next because now we have the situation yes where, you know well the, the black they're Soul all Stone back shattered and he you know you know 
dumbass Malfields, you know, absorbed all that power, and then he died. So, you know, now what? You know, nice job breaking it, hero, sort of thing. But, yeah, and well, here's the thing: it was planned to have a second expansion that didn't happen. Yeah, you could kind of tell the way the yep. story ended after Reaper Souls, but then the game and here's the went into here's the crazy thing that. you were supposed to pick a side from what I. Uh, from what I've heard is you were supposed to because they talk about it at the end it's like will they be a force for good or um um it was uh let me let me think here how to say it um you could they they ask you at the end of the game it's like will it be a force of good or evil and that was supposed to be the second expansion is you actually picked a side in the war (laughs) as a nephilim and then, yeah. but yeah, obviously it didn't go out that way. Um, but yeah, like that's the last one I have is Lilith. Um, but other than that, again, that's that's why I said it's a foggy one because Lilith is so evil, but she does care about humanity and kids and that kind of stuff. It's just you know, she's also Lilith, like yeah. super duper evil, and we see that in the Diablo Four trailer. So we'll see if that good mother mentality stays true. <laughs> yeah, in Diablo I, Four, I, I I did just remember one last one. I can just throw it out there as a as an honorable mention. King Knight's mm-hmm. mom from the Shovel Knight expansion. Oh yes, I didn't play King Knight. Yeah, he like when when you're just starting out, he's you know he he hasn't taken over uh that that one keep yet. So that's kind of like the whole gist of his campaign is you know going and. You know, getting to the point where he is at at the beginning of Shovel Knight's storyline, and oh, okay, you know, so so at the start of it, he just you know, he lives with his mother and his you know, his his noble subjects are the the rats that live in the the walls of the house, and yeah. she just she bakes cookies for him and she you know, she you just know, takes care of him. She she takes care of him and she's just you know just a nice little stay at home mom a- and supports him in his you know dreams of grandeur in his shoveling yeah. ways. It's hilarious. Um, okay, so we got a little thing. (laughs) Yeah, so we got to wrap up. Um, that was parents and video games. We didn't get to talk about the other things I wanted to much, but because we got into some real discussions about how Giovanni's a terrible parent. Hey. (laughs) 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 And how maybe King of Cosmos isn't the best parent. Hey, well, you know, we try. Um, anyways, um, thank you guys for listening. This is Fortuan. You can catch me at Pod on Twitter. Um, and also, don't forget to check out our D&D campaign, The Adventures of Caloran. Uh, Morg is a player. Um, also, Pan is usually a player. Um, you, oh, well, I say usually. She, no, no one's missed a session yet, but um, yeah, she's just not here tonight because she wasn't feeling well, so... Look forward to that. Um, we'll be recording Tuesday again. And then, of course, Leo and I and Darth Tater will be talking about a set review tomorrow. So look out for that episode. So you got three episodes coming up pretty much back to back to back, uh, including, well, The Adventures of Caloran took a long time because um, some people didn't get their audio files to me quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> so that just came out like a day ago. Um, but, yeah. 
Alrighty, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next quest. And on that quest, where will you be, Morgan? Well, you guys can always find me on Twitter, at MorganHay3, and yeah, I'm on Discord. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I can say, really. <laughs> okay, Chrono, where can we find you in your crazy Torbjorn plays? <laughs> Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitch and Twitter at After Atlantis uh, is mm-hmm. going to be what, what you're looking for. Still kind of doing behind the scenes work on getting the, the next arc of the uh, D&D campaign that I'm running going because I got a new little one in the house and that's going to make things very difficult as far as like streaming and evenings and stuff. So I, uh, I remember those days and they're done. Two and done. <laughs> uh, Leo, what I about... a little more than two. But... Yeah. <laughs> Leo, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheLeoRiser, because apparently my real one's been taken. But uh, past that, that's about the only place you can find me right now. I'm looking at starting my YouTube stuff up again, but that might be a little ways out. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this ramble and rant about moms and dads and video games and... I guess uh, we'll see what we're talking about next week, because I don't know. We'll figure it out. (laughs) So much planning and forethought. I mean, sometimes, yes. Other times, no. (laughs) Like, this episode was planned out. Like, the end of, like, the last recording session for the weekly show, I was like, oh, I know what we're going to do. Actually, no, it was before we recorded, right, Mort? I was like, I got it. And then... Well, I don't know. Or you were super late. Oh, that. yeah, that's right. Yep. We're like just bullshitting before you yep. got <laughs> Which is usual. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.